You are listening to the Long Overdue Podcast, uh, a production of the Decatur Public Library here in Decatur, Texas. Uh, we are here today with Pat. Hello. Chris. Hello. And Denise. Hello. And myself, Dawn. And we are going to be talking about books <coughs> that are going to be turned into movies. In 2020. Yes. Oh, good. I'm narrow- glad you narrowed that down. <laughs> so, if you are listening to this in 2021, you could p- find all of these on DVD, right, or, or streaming, or <laughs> whatever. Although I did find some that that it said 2020 or whenever or never, if ever, mm-hmm. that yeah. kind of thing. So, well, yeah. one of the other things that I thought was very interesting is like these are not necessarily films that are going to be on the big screen. Some of them will be released on Netflix. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah. things like that. So yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. But Netflix still releases things on DVD, too. Really? Yeah. It's true. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. I don't think it's like everything, but if it's popular enough, they'll release it on DVD. Really? Huh. Well, that's what Netflix used to be. Mm-hmm. They would send the DVDs. Yeah. That's yeah. who they were. Right? I think they still technically do that, but <laughs> I, don't think it, I don't think anybody like, uses that service anymore. <laughs> that is so odd, really, to think about, actually. Yep, I remember starting out and using that service. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and Blockbuster mm-hmm. had that, came out with that service a little bit later. That's true, they did that as well. Yeah. Hmm, I forgot that, yeah. So Netflix did a better job. Evidently, right? They're still around. Our mm-hmm. <laughs> blockbuster hung out for a long time. Yeah, it yeah. really did. Before it was. Before was it, it was still fun. in business when I came here? I think I so. Think it was in yeah. 2013. It was still going. So that's pretty amazing, actually. So, do we want to start with movies in January? Do we want to start with just any I think movie? We start with. Whatever really caught your eye that you're interested in. The Invisible Man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I oh my want goodness. to watch that. That trailer freaked me out. Okay. <laughs> I read The Invisible Man years and years ago. Long okay. Ago. I, I don't remember it, you know, every little thing about it. But right. I didn't remember it being that creepy. I'm sure it wasn't. No. I, I, watched mean, I know that this is... You know, this is not exactly mm-hmm. with the book or anything, but still, I I remembered it being more an exploration of him mm-hmm. and who who he is and how he figures out his own identity and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And this is like creep fest. Completely. Oh yeah, this yeah. is the other one was domestic the other violence. One. Him faking his death yeah. just so he can continue to stalk her invisibly. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Chevy Chase the one who was in the other that one? That was the, yeah. Yeah. And it was funny. That was yes. the funny one. I, I, yeah. Funny one. I, I remember one from like the that one. 40s or 50s. Mm-hmm. It's very serious. The one but that was actually based like, on, pretty the book. Much on the book. <laughs> yeah. So um, this is the third rendition of this movie is what you're I saying. There are probably at least. more. Yeah. 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 Elizabeth Moss sort of lends herself to creeping out. Just, she... I don't know. She kind of does that. She can just well, do it. I think. Well, I also want to watch Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. That 
looks very interesting. Have you all read the book? I have not. I did a long time ago mm-hmm. again. Long, long yeah, a long time. time ago. No, wait. <laughs> you read White Fang. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. How do I know what you read? Because that's what most people read was White Fang. Yeah, when I, whenever I think about this, I have to think really hard to distinguish those mm-hmm. two. Because I always think of White Fang first. Because White Fang is about the wolf dog, right? Right, I think so, yeah. And Call of the Wild is something else. Mm-hmm. I got bit by a wolf once. Yeah? Really? What? Yeah. When I was seven, first grade. Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, no werewolf symptoms since? No werewolf symptoms. Not no. that she's willing to tell that us about. <laughs> that I'm aware of. I mean. Not in public. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Hmm. Anyway. A friend had a wolf as a dog. And oh. I went to visit. And that dog was like huge. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a dog. It was it's a wolf. a dire wolf. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I put my hand out to pet it. Oh. And it bit me. Hmm. So that's my wolf story. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I need to figure out if this is which one I did read now, because now I'm curious. Now that, hmm. Sydney Yukon. So again, there have been multiple iterations of this one, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know there was a Call of the Wild 3D starring Christopher Lloyd and Timothy Bottoms. <laughs> and now you know. And now, now I know. all of our listeners do too. I guess so. <laughs> Good looking out. <laughs> man, oh man. Who knew, right? A small dose of Jack London, but good 3D is one comment. <laughs> oh. I'm going to guess this doesn't stick very close to the original plot line. <laughs> One thing, it takes place in Montana. What? Yeah. Okay, never mind. We won't talk about that one anymore. <laughs> so that's not the same one that's just coming out. Oh, no, 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 no. 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 Uh, uh, yep, definitely not Not that one. It was white faint. <laughs> was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Clark Gable, Loretta Young, and Reginald Owen were in the 1935 original movie. Hmm. And now we have Harrison Ford and Omar Sy and Kara G and Dan Stevens. Oh, Bradley Stevens. Whitford. All in this movie. I didn't know that there was more than one person. In this movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you wouldn't know. Harrison Ford is in all the PSAs and all the trailers. Mm-hmm. And Which is funny because on my little list here, he's not listed first. Is, right. is it? Oh, is it Kieran Gillum? It is. He's I was thinking first. it's not even in alphabetical order by first or last name. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. that's very interesting. But yeah, the scenes they show are... Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. yeah. trailers and all that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not interested in The Invisible Man. 
Why? Why not, not? Really? I don't know. I'm just not interested. Like I, I guess <coughs> like invisibility is not something that really grabs my attention and things like that. Hmm. It's not one of the powers you wish to have. Oh, I mean, it would be cool. Well, sure. But I think the scarier part is like what Denise said—the realism of of a, of the a domestic violence yeah, situation. Yeah, a domestic uh-huh. violence situation. But nobody but, believes her. But then he's invisible. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, that's the whole. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Then nobody believes her. But even if he was a real man and visible, they probably still wouldn't believe her. Right. right? But the the invisibility part, I'm just like maybe maybe I'm underselling it or I'm under uh, underestimating under it, it? <laughs> under, underestimating it a little bit. But so making somebody invisible to me doesn't suddenly make them like that much more scary. But you can't see them. Yeah, they could just do anything, and you wouldn't know it. They could be right in front of you and coming at you, and you wouldn't know it. I would hear them coming. Oh, really? Yeah. No. I would hear them. Okay. Unless they were also like a ninja. Uh, as long as everything else is not making noise, mm-hmm. and it's completely silent around you, yeah, you would hear them. But how often is that? We're sitting here recording in our soundproof studio. I'm just going to say, <laughs> right. how many times not have really. I snuck up behind you and said, Chris, and you go, ah! <laughs> a few times. Uh-huh. Denise, you must be a ninja. <laughs> but that's, but that's, <laughs> wow, I never knew. That's part of your special Denise power. <laughs> right. Invisibility would definitely grant some some you know some next level <laughs> capabilities. But in a movie, making somebody invisible to me that doesn't all of a sudden make your movie more scary. Mm, okay. Hmm. I don't. I don't know why, but I, mean, I just. I, get I, that, but I watch the trailer and I'm just like, okay, so he's invisible. Scary. Uh-huh. Scary. But it's the Invisible Man. I mean, that's what the whole yeah, thing it's is not about. Like they, it's not like they had this story and they said, oh, you know what would make this cooler? Let's make him invisible. No, he's invisible. Right. Mm-hmm. He's and invisible. he's hunting his ex girlfriend. Yeah, because she dared to leave him. Right. That's scary. It is scary. It is. But <laughs> oh my gosh, Chris, you're killing us over here. I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to. Ex- I, I I watched the trailer and I'm just like, meh. I don't know. I'm trying to. So let's I'm just say. Reason why? I let's like just that. say there are people for whom this will be something that is creepy and will appeal to them, and there are people who will say, meh. Yeah. Uh, Which is right. every movie. Yeah. Yep. Like any other movie. But Which, that's what this podcast is about. Right. right. <laughs> right. <laughs> there are some movies that you just could not convince me to like. Well, so yeah, like yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting too close to Pat to... Oh. Okay. You to can s- say what you like. To say Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. <laughs> I have people who are closely related to me who, who believe that. Nobody in my immediate family, I will say, but... People closely related to me who say that, so it's okay. Well, it's and they're not bad; they're just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what else do we have? Dune. I was not excited about Dune until I saw who was going to be in it. I will watch anything that Oscar Isaac is in. Uh huh. And Javier Bardem. Just gonna say, 
I am not on the Jason Momoa train, so. Okay, fine. That was that whole thing about ripping books up that I was like, boop. I, I know that was more about Amber Heard than about the books. So was he? Well, the, I don't like Amber Heard. <laughs> there you but, go. Was he Aquaman? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, there is quite a lineup, quite a stellar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I also love Zendaya. So. Yeah. So, yeah, that one's coming November. I still don't know how they're going to do this without Sting. Mm. But at least now I'm a little more like I would watch that. Unless it's like four hours long or something. Then I will not for no one in the world. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Tonight is going to be Cheney. That's cool. So this is looking like it's going to come out the end of 2020. Like holiday season-ish. Oh. So uh, plan now. Yeah. <laughs> buy your tickets for that oh my goodness so <laughs> this article i'm looking at says november and imdb now has it december mm-hmm. 18th so wow oscar isaac is gonna be too late mm-hmm. that's cool right that's cool even though i don't know if this was in our last recording but i know i said that dune is when you're in the office it takes place on a desert planet. Right. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate desert. Mm-hmm. I hate the heat. And, and so I don't know if I'm going to see this movie. I read the book and it was hard. It was a long time ago and it was still hard. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's giant. It you is. know what? I started that book thinking this was something I would really enjoy. And I did not get very far and never went back to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the the kind of yeah. stuff I've read before that I really enjoyed. I think you know that would follow, but I've never gone back. So when I was little, I don't know, early elementary school, my uncle was reading this book. Ah, and it was huge. I mean, it was thick book. Yeah, that's giant. But I am never reading that book. <laughs> <laughs> is the only reference i have to that book never never picked it up i think that it's a little long-winded in telling its story Mm -hmm. because i remember a lot of the key points Mm -hmm. and the the themes and stuff Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of the little like there's a lot of the things that i don't remember why it was so long i'm pretty sure all the parts i remember are not the reason why it was so long (laughs) Hmm. interesting Lots so, of unnecessary detail. I watched a, a short interview last week with the the director Denise Villeneuve. I'm not. I don't do French, so that's my closest guess. Um, and he was. He said that he wants this to be the Star Wars he never saw, or the Star Wars that was never made, because he thinks that that most of the plot ideas for Star Wars, most of the themes came from Dune, but he's calling this Star Wars for adults. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's not pretentious yeah. at all. Oh, no. Not I at mean, all. He's French. <laughs> uh-huh. Huh. And he's also said that that 
I think this is, he's adapting just the one book. Uh-huh. But it's going to be split into two movies. Oh, good. Because there's so much. Yeah. yeah. There is. That has to stay. <laughs> yeah. I, I might go see this movie. Oh. Mm-hmm. I might go see it in theaters, even though the desert is probably going to make me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah, well, just make sure you have a big old Coke. Yeah, I'll just have a nice frosty beverage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it icy. Don't they have icy oh, machines? Oh, you could get an icy. Yeah, there mm-hmm. we go. We'll have a bunch of so apparently treats. Sting was considered for a cameo, oh. but I don't think it actually happened. Oh. Yeah. So it's saying here also that they are are going to release something that's separate. It's called Dune the Sisterhood. And it's a series, a streaming series, they said, for release hmm. probably late 2020, maybe next year, hmm. 2021. Warner Media Streaming Service, mm-hmm. which doesn't exist yet. <laughs> Wow. Okie doke. But it's a female-focused limited series. Is it going to be about the Benny Gesserit? I don't know what that is. (laughs) She's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) 100%. That's what I would immediately think that it's going to be about. Okay, well. That's the women priesthood. They're the ones that oversee, like, the administration of the spice and... Stuff like that, like cooking spices. <coughs> no, no, the spice is a it's a drug. It's a drug. Which uh, which heightens awareness and and it's they, like ecstasy. It's like doing ecstasy. And they say oh. that it gives you like a spiritual like awareness as well. So that's, sure what, that's what they say about mm, ecstasy too. Yeah. <laughs> but but essentially, it's what it's wor- worm vomit. Mm-hmm. Right? Or, or worm crap or whatever <laughs> the sand the sandworm one end or the other yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> the sandworms they you know they go through and then their waste part of their waste products is this mm. spice and and it's like a every it's really important it's like the whole book revolves around like mm-hmm. the spice must flow because everybody's hooked on it and if you, once you've gotten to a certain point like if you don't have it you'll die wow so that's why dune is so important the, the planet, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> and also, there is some really neat stuff about, um, like, the, the whole concept. It's a, just a really giant book that's like, don't do drugs, kids. That's pretty much it. Really? But, Interesting. But they, they it, in the future, there was a machine war, and so they outlawed artificial intelligence. But it's like, how do we... Terminator. How do we... I was thinking that, too. Yeah, yeah. How do we pilot our starships and stuff without computers? So they have these, these what used to be people or whatever that are completely bathed in this spice. Ghosts. And there's no, they're they're like mutated people because like, of the spice. I'm thinking yeah. Walking Dead. Oh, oh, oh. Stuff, but yeah, okay. yeah. They're like a mutation or whatever of a, of a human being. Completely addicted junkies. And they're they're just in and completely bathed in this spice and and they're. Their universe-spanning awareness from having all this spice surrounding them enables them to pilot the ships the so same way a computer would. So this, to me, says, would. do drugs, kids. <laughs> you can pilot a spaceship without a it's gonna, Yeah, it's going to make you smarter. As right. smart as a computer. 
until it all falls apart. <laughs> I don't think that we have any drugs that are like spice. None. I don't think that that's the same thing. Maybe, maybe I like this a little more than I. <laughs> maybe. I like the concepts, but I'm still not a fan of the. I wonder if we can find this on audiobook. Thing. This sounds like something I would listen to, but never actually sit down to read. Yeah. Hmm. You know, like listen to while you're doing something. The only. Else exposure to do and i've ever had was the 80s david lynch sting Ah, adaptation Mm. so well let's see what we can do why i mean it's gonna take like 60 hours or something of my life (laughs) (laughs) you might as well be able to do chores while you're listening (laughs) right don't let that stop you from the audiobook version would probably take me less time than actually trying to sit down and read the thing. Mm-hmm. That'd probably take me eighty hours of my life. <laughs> I'm like, uh. It'd just be one one step above Moby Dick, right? <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to see if I'm asleep by page five, then it's exactly like Moby Dick. <laughs> oh my goodness! Page five every I time. Didn't get that far? Every time I've tried by page five, I'm asleep. <laughs> I actually did finish reading it because I was reading it for a class, but <laughs> it was a struggle. I think the only one I've read of movie movie deck is one of those um, great children great classics. Yes. classics. Yes, there you go. <laughs> we found one of those one time. Uh-huh. I did a collage with all the illustrated the great yes, illustrations and amazing yeah. illustrations. Yeah, mm. I should frame that and put it in our office. <laughs> Because it's pretty funny. Yikes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Dune. Dune. What else? So they're they're making a new Rebecca. Are they? Yes. I don't know how I feel about it's, that. Um uh good grief. Oh, I lost it. I mean it's not Lawrence Army Olivia. Hammer. Oh, okay. And Okay. <laughs> okay. And um Gosh, I can't find it. Can't remember who is the other, who is the the governess. There she is. Oh, Lily James is the governess. The new wife. She wasn't the governess in Rebecca. Uh, It was the young wife. The young wife, right? Yes. Wife number two. Sorry, she has no name. All those other stories. Yeah, (laughs) you're like, what are you talking about? Of course, she was the governess. Nope. I read Daphne du Maurier. <laughs> You're yeah. all about the governess. <laughs> okay, I don't even remember yes. that part. And I the new the young book. new wife who is haunted by the memory or more of the first wife Rebecca. Yeah, Lily James and Army Hammer. Hmm. I hope they stick to the book. Alfred Hitchcock did a great job of like really adapting the book into a nice creepy black and white movie and Laurence Olivier is amazing hmm. the only thing he couldn't really do was the ending because of the time period and that wasn't really the studio didn't want to let him so hmm. he had to change it up just a little yeah so Kenneth Branagh's hmm. been busy again yeah yeah he's doing he's doing the Artemis Fowl oh, movie yeah. And the trailer on that looks really good. Um, Judy Dench is in it. Yeah, I Josh thought. Gad is in it. Hmm. 
The boy who plays Artemis Fowl is Robert Shaw's grandson, I think. I think that's right. Ferdia Shaw. And then um, Kenneth Branagh is also doing another <coughs> Poirot. He's doing Death on the Nile. It's supposed to come out this year. Oh. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of, of him as Poirot, but I liked the Murder on the Orient Express mm-hmm. generally. Yeah. But this one has Gal Gadot and Army Hammer, who is also busy, um, Annette Benning, <coughs> and some other people. I like Death on the Nile as a story better than I like Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. Probably the setting, but mm-hmm. it's okay. But yeah, that one's due October. The Artemis Fowl movie isn't that late, I don't think. I think it said May. Yeah, that's right. It's a May 29th film release. May? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what this article says. And there's a new Secret Garden movie coming out. Yeah. With Colin Firth as the, the secret dad. Not that he's a secret. (laughs) okay (laughs) you know when i saw that i was like do we really need another adaptation of this it looks very interesting it's a disney and the trailer i watched the garden is magic like it's huge 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 and it's not just like oh we're in these walls and it's this really pretty garden it's Uh a secret place it's honestly magical so it'll be interesting to see how that works Mm -hmm. with everything Mm. it was kind of one of those are they missing the point by doing all this magical stuff or is this really helping the story and that's April. Oh, it's got Julie Walters in it. That was the other person that I saw in it. What about this, The Woman in the Window? Oh, man. That's Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. Agoraphobic woman drinks wine all day and spies on her neighbors. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're always going to see something you don't want to see or you right. shouldn't be seeing <laughs> if you do that. <laughs> We've seen a ton of... A ton of things that are like this, you know. Uh-huh. Well, what book is this based on? I mean, is The it Woman called? in the Window by A.J. Finn. Oh, okay. But the book itself includes um, homages to Rear Window. Uh-huh. So I think the movie will have to. Right. You know, it was supposed to come out last fall. And <laughs> the, the article I'm reading says that... Um, they did test, they showed it to test audiences and they were confused by the original cut of the film. <laughs> so they did some reshoots and some recutting and now they're trying again. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It's interesting because you don't hear that a lot. No, you really don't, especially not with big name people associated with stuff. Well, there's been things that big name people have done that have been. Yeah, straight but, to DVD, like right. So they brought up the that she did sharp objects. Well, okay. they also did um, a film adaptation of Dark Places with Charlize Theron. That never saw theatrical release hmm. or anything. It was done. It was made, and then 
straight to DVD. Wow. Okay. Which I'm just like, did Charlize Theron? And this was at the hype of her popular, not Charlize Theron's popularity, but what's her name? The woman that wrote Gone Girl and oh. Sharp Objects and Dark Places. Gillian Flynn. Yeah. Gillian? Jillian? Gillian? It's yes. a G. Whatever. Her. Hmm. So either, and I haven't seen it, so I have no clue, but either it tested really badly uh-huh. that people were like, I don't get it, or that was terrible or whatever. And so we just got straight to DVD. So there's a couple of children's books that are being made into movies this year. Um, in August, we've got the animated version of Dragon Rider coming out. I love that book. Yeah, is it pretty good? I thought it was really good. It It's much more of a children's story than the Anne McCaffrey dragon series, you know, Dragon mm-hmm. Riders of Pern. It's not like that. It's not a serious, serious kind of thing. A lot more joy going on. <laughs> and um, Patrick Stewart, Felicity Jones, Freddie Highmore, Thomas Brody Sangster are all voicing characters in it. And then they're doing a movie of the one and only Ivan. Ooh. Um, this is also animated. And um, it's got voices, Angeli- Angelina Jolie and Helen Mirren, Brian Cranston, Sam Rockwell. And this is the story about a, um, a gorilla who was in a, in a glass mm-hmm. enclosure in a mall for years and years and years. And then... Um, they bring in a baby elephant that they've taken from the wild and he decides that the Ivan, the gorilla, is kind of faced with, oh no, I've been okay all these years being in captivity, wow. but she's not going to do well and got to do something. So It's very popular with third and fourth grade yeah, kids. It is. And wasn't it based on a, on yeah. a real thing? Uh-huh. Mm. It is. And rolled dolls the witches. Yes. Yeah. The Angelica Houston one was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember I'll that do one. this one. Mm-hmm. This one is Anne Hathaway and Octavia Spencer. Hmm. And Stanley Tucci's in it, too. I like him. Oh, yeah. Being produced by Guillermo del Toro and Alfonso Cuaron. Mm-hmm. Mm. That should, that could go all kinds of places. Yes. It definitely could. It's very exciting. Yeah. So I think Nicole Kidman is doing another Leanne Moriarty. <laughs> I think she's decided that it's her job in That's life to, to put on film any Australian author who does yeah. well. <laughs> so Leanne, keep cranking him out. Nicole, keep making movies or TV series from him. Hmm. Nine Perfect Strangers is the one that's coming out supposedly late this month. Hmm. She's in another movie, too. Yeah? HBO, The Undoing. What's that? It's from the book You Should Have Known. <laughs> Did you just talk about that? No. Are you telling me I should have known it? Or that's the title? <laughs> that's the title. <laughs> that's the title. <laughs> Nine Perfect Strangers was the one you were talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um... You Should Have Known is the title of the book? Mm-hmm. Huh. By Jean Hanf Korolitz. 
Life for a successful therapist in New York begins to unravel on the eve of publishing her first book. It's got the guy from Mockingjay. Mm. One of the Sutherlands. Donald Sutherland Mm -hmm. and Hugh Grant, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tom Hanks is doing News of the World. Paulette Giles. Which is one I haven't read yet, but when it first came out, I was really interested in it, and I just haven't gotten back to it. Mm -hmm. It's somebody... It's a Texan who travels around, and I think it's set in like the early 1900s, maybe as late as the 20s, and someone who just travels around carrying what's going on in the outside world to to people. Taking the news around, yeah. And then the description I see says there's a, a young girl is kidnapped, and so this traveler helps to rescue her i don't know what that's about that's supposed to come out christmas i think that yeah i think that's pretty early on okay and then he has to try to get her back to her family okay and so i think Hmm. that's kind of what the the book is about most of it's about that okay he helps helps rescue her and then he's because he travels and they're like well take her home okay so now he's in the Having to take care of this child while traveling. Hmm. Okay. So Stephen King has two yeah. things coming out this year. I'm sure he's and got a bit more than that. He may. Shows and... But The Outsider <laughs> is on HBO. I've already watched it. Yeah? It's good. It reminds me a little bit of The Stranger, that's on Netflix or HBO. Can't I had really it. strong opinions about The Outsider. Really? Mm-hmm. How so? I'm so surprised. Mm-hmm. I've talked about it before. Yeah, and I think we've talked about it on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. It's true. Okay, well, I don't remember. <laughs> so do you not want to say anything else? I, I can. Okay. Okay. My really strong opinions about The Outsider mm-hmm. is that they used a Latin American monster, which we did a little mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. show about. Mm-hmm. There are, in the book, there was only one Latino character, and mm-hmm. he wasn't the one that was like, oh, yeah, this is from my culture. Let me tell you about it. No, it was Holly. Who just shows up and is like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about this thing that I know about. Because I used to watch the Chidora movies, so I totally know. And I'm, you know, weird. So mm-hmm. I know about it. Um, the only Latino character doesn't even get to fight the monster of his culture. He gets mm-hmm. shot and left out there. So they can go and save the day. The first half of the, bo- of the book, and this is a giant book. Mm-hmm. was really good, really interesting. Mm-hmm. The whole, like, crime and someone being accused of the crime, and he's got an alibi, but then there's evidence that suggests he was in two places at the same time, and then it goes kind of weird and crazy after that. Interesting. <coughs> when was the book written? Do we know? long time ago, right? It's been a couple of years. Just a couple years, not mm-hmm. like 20 years? Okay. No. no. Okay. It's recent. Okay. 
I figured it had something to do with that, but I honestly didn't remember. <laughs> Did so. you say that it falls under the same continuum as like the Mr. Mercedes yes. and Dr. Sleep and stuff? Mm-hmm. The Mr. Mercedes. Not the series. Uh, no. Because okay. Holly is a character from the Mr. Mercedes mm-hmm. series. I think there's a I think that's a trilogy. And I've been I've been watching the show, the Mr. Mercedes show. Mm-hmm. I haven't read the books. Mm-hmm. And while I was listening to this one, nowhere in there, like in the blurb or anything, does it say that she's coming in or anything like that. So when I, she first was introduced, I was like, oh, okay, interesting. And then she spoils the crap out of Mr. Mercedes. Hmm. And so I'm like, well, you know, if I had known, yeah, I might not have picked it up until I had gotten through that series right mm-hmm. interesting like spoils the crap out of it she's like oh let me tell you about what happened to me and then oh she's all like such and such died and then this happened and then this happened i'm like ah, thanks <laughs> <laughs> well the stand is coming out also the stand Mm-hmm. i read that a long time ago i'm yeah, curious about on that one, one. I'm wondering how they're going to shorten that down, too. I know. Yeah, that long. book is huge. Mm-hmm. And when they first adapted it, it was like a miniseries, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, is that what they're saying about it, too? Well, I hope the so. film continues with, continues with The Stand, a 10-episode streaming series coming to CBS. So it's just adding on to what was already out there, a second season? Oh, oh no! Because the miniseries was like twenty something years ago. It was a long time ago. Mm. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they did the whole, the whole thing, like the whole story. Yeah, but if it's a miniseries, that at least gives some hope that it might actually be good. Got Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg in it. Hmm. Sometimes I like her. Sometimes I don't. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that because it's so long, you can't really turn that into a movie. You turn it yeah. into a series of movies. Yeah, because I mean, you'd have to cut so much out of it. Mm-hmm. Like a trilogy of movies. I don't. E- I don't even think so. Not even a trilogy. No. <laughs> hmm. oh. the, just a ten-part like miniseries. Yeah. How many movies does Star Wars have? Nine? <laughs> Nine in the regular chronology, plus Rogue One and Solo, plus wow. all the TV stuff and all the other stuff and all the this stuff and all the that stuff. See? It could be done. We did trivia over 11 movies. Mm-hmm. Feature films. So. Hasn't the Obi-Wan movie been confirmed? Mm-hmm. Has it? I don't know. Or at least the maybe the leaks say it's been confirmed. I don't know. I, I just I think I remember reading somewhere that it's been confirmed. Is Ewan McGregor going to yep, do it? Yep, that he's going to be then in the Obi Wan movie, hmm. which has nothing to do with the <laughs> books. Nothing to do movies. with anything. Well, there is an <laughs> entry in IMDb that says plot undisclosed standalone spinoff feature. Owen McGregor is the only person. That's all. It would be set eight years after Revenge of the Sith. 
placed on hold as of a month ago. Back to the drawing board. Back, you know. The article says, last week the internet had a bad feeling about <laughs> <laughs> Disney Plus's Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Oh, it was a series. It's going to be a series? Hmm. Oh, my goodness. Cast and crew were sent home. So there were the cast and crew. <laughs> but they're going back. I'm trying to imagine Unhappy what... with the first two scripts. Yeah. And now they're starting over. I'm trying to imagine what this looked like. Like so they were about sitting there about to shoot the movie and oh, somebody, so, somebody someone finally was, read the entire script yeah. and, and they, they were like, like, Oh, this is garbage. We can't shoot this. This is garbage. <laughs> I'm glad they caught that. <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds of stuff out there, but that's that's the closest to an actual thing that I found. Hmm. Okay. So there's another YA series, Enola Holmes, the younger sister of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, this is a really interesting series that I always enjoyed because I like Sherlock Holmes. Uh-huh. Also like when female protagonists get to do their thing. So there's a movie scheduled for later this year. I don't know what the situation <laughs> is. IMDb doesn't have a date associated with it except 2020. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it just says in post-production. So yeah, we're, we're talking early in the year. Yeah. So it could come out in 2020. Starring Millie Bobby Brown. Yes. Okay. I as Enola Holmes. Um, Henry Cavill is Sherlock. And um, Sam Claflin is Mycroft. Interestingly enough. And, um, oh, Helena Bonham Carter as Mrs. Holmes. Oh. So there's a, there's a point at which Enola becomes a, an orphan mm-hmm. and goes to find these much older brothers. And so that's kind of how, it, how the story starts, I think. But Helena Bonham Carter is there as Mrs. Holmes. Hmm. So Millie Bobby Brown... She's the one who played in Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, and then one of her um, <coughs> co-stars in that is in a movie also, um, the book that you guys read for Book Club. The Turning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Finn Wolfhard. So, did you guys like the book? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. Oh. You don't really exactly know what happened. You always have your guesses. Right. It could be ghosts. <laughs> What? It could be not ghosts. <laughs> could be ghosts, could be not ghosts. Yep. It, it could be a psychological suspense thriller. Mm-hmm. Or it could be all of the above. <laughs> and the ending definitely leaves you with, what? What just happened? Well, I was pretty sure I knew what happened. <laughs> you were what? So I was pretty sure I knew what happened. Hmm. But it's not... Like said, no. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like mm. it just ends. So R.L. Stein, the author of Goosebumps, mm-hmm. has um, a movie coming out called Fear Street. So I'm guessing like this, one movie. Well, it it covers three books. It says hmm. first installment of the trilogy. Did Fear Street start out as a trilogy? <laughs> oh, good grief! Surely not. He knew he was going to write more. Especially if he's getting paid, right? <laughs> yeah, so Fear Street, it says the wrong number is one of them. The first horror and then the prom queen. Even though I think this was supposed to be more YA than mm-hmm. like Goosebumpy. But. Which is interesting because aren't they all kind of more 
I mean, it says it talks about teenagers and stuff. I guess. Um, what is that movie? Friday the Thirteenth. Uh huh. Kind of has very young adults. Too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that I felt like was more of an adult movie uh-huh. than a teen movie. So. I don't know though. I I watched the movie with Jack Black from the Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That seemed a little bit like a, should have been for older kids. Yeah, I think so. It was kind of freaky. I I didn't watch the whole thing, but some of it, and it was like, really, was this for kids? Huh. Yeah. It was just a little bit more than I expected. I think yeah. <laughs> I know that that in Goosebumps books, his whole thing is. Nobody dies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know that. So, but I haven't seen any of the movies. I don't know anything about it. Well, this one was the one where Jack Black plays R.L. Stein, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so, <coughs> basically, all of the Goosebump characters just mm. come to life. So, I don't know. I have it's no children all at once. I have no children, so I don't know. <laughs> Like, I would have just been like, sure, watch that, kid. I don't care. <laughs> Didn't they make a sequel to that? Yes, I mm-hmm. thought so. I think so. I haven't, I haven't seen the second one. I haven't seen the second one either. Do we have that in our collection? I thought we did. I thought so. I know we have the first one. Or at least had. I need to check. But the that other there's one more YA book that's being made into a movie. That the second one is P.S. I st- or I still love you. That's mm-hmm. the one that's coming out. Yeah, I think they're doing all three of them. They did the first one. Was which it was to, to all, all the boys. boys? Yeah, yeah. We do have all those books. Jenny Han. Mm-hmm. There's a sequel to Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. Up to China Rich Girlfriend. Is that considered a sequel? It's what the, the uh, follow-up. Yeah, it is a trilogy. There's definitely a lot to be watching for. Mm-hmm. And several that are out already that you can just go to the theaters and start watching. But don't go until you've read the book. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, if you haven't read Dune, get <laughs> on it. Now's your chance, I guess. Or don't go or, see the movie. Yeah. Or The Stand. Yeah. Those are coming out sometime this year, so get started now. You Otherwise, be you done don't have time. By the time those movies come out. You might. You might. And if they're dividing it up into two, well, then just read. At least you don't have just to read, read the half of it. <laughs> just read the first part. Just yeah. read the first half. So what do you all think of the, the new version of Emma? It looks funny. Out? Yeah? Yeah. Well, Emma's a comedy. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be Clueless, though. I don't think it ever could. Yeah. I never watched Clueless. Really? Mm-mm. Oh. I don't yeah. think I ever watched the movie, but I saw the series. Okay. Is that not? Does that not count? No. I'm sorry. No. The, it doesn't count. I don't think so. Hmm. Okay. I would say you could see a young Paul Rudd, but Paul Rudd looks exactly the same. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same. <laughs> this is weird crazy <laughs> so i saw legally blonde is that anywhere close to no 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 okay <laughs> the legally blonde is great mm-hmm. that's funny 
I'm not trying to take away anything from Legally Blonde. Mm -hmm. It's such a great movie. I'm sure there's much more that we did not cover. Read a book. There may be a movie out about it next year. (laughs) Yes. You never know. It's true. And look, though, to see how to plan your reading based on when the movies are going to be released. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not going to be released till next year. You have time to read. Mm -hmm. Time to read something else. (laughs) Was Little Fires Everywhere going to be a movie or a series? Let Mm. me see. I've seen trailers for it, but I don't know if it's a. It's on Amazon Prime. Eight episode limited series. Oh, okay. This is the Reese Witherspoon, Carrie uh-huh. Washington. Yeah. Rosemary DeWitt. Happy Public reading. Cabin. Happy watching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe we'll see some of these movies, and we'll have a return. Or revisit the subject. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We, we might be interested to know if you liked the book better. Yeah. Yeah. Or the movie. Yep. Yep. I think that's a good topic for discussion as well. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, have a nice day. It's the long overdue podcast. <laughs>